Good morning, everyone. Dad House here. Dad House snippet number 12, buying your teen a car time. For the other guys, uh, join us. I'll run through the spiel on the background. Dad House is a group of stay-at-home dads who have been together for a long time, 12 years at least. We've been primary caregivers for over 14, uh, some of us 16 years. We do the Dad House podcast to give parenting advice and tips because when we started out as the primary caregivers for our kids, there was nothing out there for dads. So as our kids have gotten older, we have more time. We try to give a little back to the uh, the fatherhood community, uh, share some of our exploits and resources out there for the dads that um, aren't, you know, don't have anything. So you can find us at dadhousepod.com and all of our main big episodes are out there. On Colin here, the snippets, we uh, tighten it up a little bit, don't do so much um, witty banter back and forth, and uh, just the day. Um, what we're going to be talking about today is... Uh, you know, buying your teenager a car. And then one more Hi, thing. Hi, <laughs> And Shannon is here. And it looks like Mike is here too. Guys, I am. I'm just, I am. I'm just giving the spiel, giving the background. Um, so we, the other guys are here. We can finish up with the, the, the background and where you can find us and the other things we have going on. But um, yeah, let's get into buying your teenager a car. Pros, cons, pitfalls, well, joy. For it's, me, it's all encompassing. It Shannon, start us off. There's a lot to unpack here. You know those those that car from the Munsters family. That's what I want to go for. If I'm <laughs> going to put my daughter out on the road, let's do it in a big ass souped up hearse. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Dude, that's that that was probably that's probably one of the safest cars ever. You know, for <laughs> that's sure. what I'm saying. Well, that's got the big. Oh, the Batmobile. Can we do that? Is that a thing? Can we do that? <laughs> Have to go to a museum to steal it, though. <clears throat> Could we build it? Yeah, possibly. But we're getting off topic here. <laughs> no, I'm not. Mick asked about cars. I'm talking about cars. I don't know. <laughs> You're not there yet, but dang it if you aren't soon. Mike, I am no, there. Okay. There. Mike, there. of the three of us here, of the three of us here, you were the first one. I'm going to let you start. You were the first one to pull the trigger with Ella. Yes, yes. And my daughter at the time was 15 and a half. So she had her she had her license where she could go and drive, drive back and forth to, you know, like the restricted license, drive back and forth to school and to work and whatnot. And during the summertime, uh, she had a job at a pool as a lifeguard. So she needed to get back and forth to there. And we were tired. Both my wife and I needed our vehicles. So we were tired of needing that. So it was basically time. To get her a vehicle, and I had I had a hard time, you know, relegating myself because to me it's you want to get a reliable car, but at the same time you want to get a cheap car because they're obviously you know teenage drivers not the best drivers. And no, yeah, you know, and so it's you want to get something that uh, you'd be okay if she got you know a little fender bender a ding in it, something that's got you're not going to let her go you know drive 50, 60, 70 miles a day or something like that. So you want to get something high mileage, 
but also fixable at the same time. That's what that's kind of where I was at, was, and somewhat safe as well, uh, for sure. So that so we ended up getting her like a 2010 Nissan Altima that had actually been previously salvaged but repaired and fixed because that's kind of what I started off with. I mean, I started with a, a salvage titled car that had been repaired, and it was uh, it was something that I felt comfortable buying. I the hundred and seventy some thousand miles was a little it took a little bit for me to get over that. Honestly, it took a little while to get past that. And eventually once I did, I'm now I'm like, oh, I don't know why I was so worked up about it. And it you know, it turned out to be okay. Shannon I didn't before. hear anything about a Batmobile in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's because that would be for me, not for them. I mean, <laughs> let's be saying. honest. We're not got we're not gonna get a Batmobile for them. We want it for us. Jan, you got anything you want to add before I go in? I have, I have a question. I have a legitimate question. Okay. Um, do you guys use, I mean, when you, obviously we're looking for new used cars because Mike said yes. it best. They're going to get yes, just yes. knocked on it. Do you guys go to like Facebook marketplace or online or you just go to a dealer? Cause that's kind of where I'm at now. I don't trust myself enough to buy it from someone who's not a dealer. No, oh, I don't trust dealers in the least. That's my problem, too. So welcome you know, to my world. Well, let's see. Every car. Okay, now, we did get Amanda's car. We got her Nissan Rogue. We got that at a dealership. But, like, both the last two Honda Odyssey vans I've gotten off of Facebook Marketplace. Uh, and, obviously, that's where I got Audra's or Audra. Uh, Ella's car was Facebook Marketplace because there's just no way am I going to go to a dealership and pay all the stupid dealership fees that you definitely don't have to do with uh, with the um, – you know, with Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Well, I mean, we still have to pay taxes and that kind of stuff as well. Obviously, when you, you know, go and title it and get licensed, get it licensed and all that stuff. I mean, you still end up paying the taxes, of course. But now I don't, I hate dealerships. I hate haggling all that kind of crap. I just, I don't, I think dealerships are scummy and whatnot. That's, but that's just me. Not everybody's got that opinion. See, when I do buy a new car or any car, you know, because I've certainly bought for me and Aaron, what I end up doing is, I, I do all the whole, all the deals on online or on the phone. Like the deal is set by the time I get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I can. You know? So you and I think, up. well, I think when you're when you're negotiating deals and, and negotiating things like that, I think it just takes all that pressure off of it. And I would prefer to do it that way more than any other way. Now to turn this around, though, into this topic, or to kind of bring it back to center, though, is that what you would want to do for Vivi as well? What you yeah, do for, I think what, so. When you buy yourself a car is different from how you buy your, you know, your teenager a car. I think in yeah. two totally different ways. It is, Go and I it. when I when I do buy Vivi a car, you know, it'll be from some place that I trust. We have here in in town that we trust, but I'll do the negotiations over the phone or over the internet and just save the wait time because when you do negotiate and everyone knows this you know you're intentionally left alone and to stew and fuck that i don't do that and it just saves me time and saves me effort you know that's the way mm-hmm. i go with it mike, mike didn't or mick didn't you just buy a car we did we did i just got back from the courthouse yesterday oh congratulations yeah <laughs> Yeah. Wait, I, why did you go to the courthouse? Did you marry the car? Did you I was found innocent. 
<laughs> no charges, no charges. Uh, no, lots of charges. No, in Missouri, you got to yeah. title the car. So I just got it titled. I got Luca's license plates and everything. So he, he's, you know, he's all ready to go. Um, why did you go to the courthouse for that? Yeah, why did you, you go have to, to go to the courthouse? You have to go to the courthouse to pay um, to get a personal property tax receipt, and then you because uh, okay. you have to show the property tax receipt to the. Um, the it, this is good. Uh, the post office lost my personal property tax payment last year. So when we were balancing the checkbook and and then figuring out this to go in and print out the receipts because you have to take the last two years to, to get the title, we realized that the county hadn't processed our last year's tax payment. So I had to go to the courthouse, pay it, plus the tax or the the fees and penalties, which they said they wouldn't waive because it's not their fault that the post office lost it and that there's, they don't have any proof that we paid it, even though I'm the one going to them. It was just, that's, that's, that's why I was at the courthouse. Um, But yeah, I got, got them all licensed at the DMV, but back to the original thing. So going back to where Mike all started, you got to figure out what kind of car you, you, you know, you want Shannon's question. You know, we looked at Facebook marketplace. We looked at some dealer things, but we actually took kind of a, we got very lucky. We took a little bit of a different route. One of my wife's coworkers was, you know, was make, you know, she wanted to get a new car. She was, um, uh, you know, time for a change. She had a, a 2012 Buick LaCrosse, which was a little bit more car than we maybe thought we wanted to get for uh, our, you know, our 16 year old new driver. <laughs> because you're kind of like Mike was saying, you know, you want something that, you know, is, is okay, but you know, nothing really happens. They're just going back and forth to the summer job, to the, to the high school. But then we got to thinking, okay, well maybe if we get some, spend a little bit more, get something a little bit nicer, maybe they'll take this old, you know, last into the college years type thing. Yeah. Um, but because we knew the people, I mean, they're friends of ours, they're friends of the family. We felt very comfortable spending more than what we would have and they had within the last year they had replaced the tires they had replaced the serpentine belt they had replaced the brakes they had um you know gotten it you know recently aligned uh flushed the the transmission fluid um you know replaced the air compressor or air conditioner compressor type thing so i mean they did a lot of lot of stuff so we were comfortable paying a little bit more as well so mm-hmm. it's a huge balance there where it's like you know are you do you go for the short term or do you go you know kind of you try to think maybe three four five years you know down the road yeah so here's a question for both of you then as we're talking about this are you guys require your kids to pay like their insurance to have some buy-in with this i would but Ellen brings up a good point in the part in the part that she doesn't have a job right now. She does yeah. in the summer, so it's like if she doesn't have any money coming in, even though she is spending some money, she's going to get to that point where she realizes that she needs money to to spend and pay for gas and whatnot. That she, I feel, we kind of feel like it's mean to make her pay for insurance on it if she doesn't have a job now. Yeah. That and but she's doing other things like soccer and whatnot that. Like if we want her to do these things like soccer and other, you know, other things that are not job related 
and we expect her to pay for some of this stuff, then I feel like, okay, well, we can cover, you know, we can cover the insurance right now. But once you're able to, you know, once you have a job and you've got steady income, yeah, then it's flipping over to you. See, I, I agree. Uh, we're going to do the same thing. She's going to pay her own insurance when she works, um, as long as school stays up. And then we're going to take that money and put it into basically a college savings account and just mm-hmm. give it to her when she goes to college. Um, and that's a way for us to save money, her to save money, but also get that kind of initial feel of what it's like to have responsibility, you know? Um, yeah. At least that's the hope. I don't know. We'll probably screw it up. Unless it's the Batmobile going back to that or the Munster car. Then I'll just pay Good. for it. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. You might be paying a lot of money on that, by the way. Not if we steal it. We can do it. What, okay. What about the, oh, uh, uh, what was I going to say? What about the uh, Beverly Hillbillies, that truck? That truck where there was like over. <laughs> overflowing with stuff in the back you know what though it, this... get all the kids if we could put all the kids in the back get all 16 of them all loaded up in the back of that thing well it kind of goes to the point of get your kids kind of a clunker because they're going to get it dented so get a car that you don't yeah. care about you know is it makes right do do it so the engine works but it looks like trash because that way if it gets dented you don't care so yes if the it already has bills. a dent then you don't feel bad about it no then that's that's a bit of freedom you know i like that mm-hmm. i do all right, so that is that is kind of a good segue to kind of the next the next little aspect that I want to touch on on real quick. Now, every state is different and every state has has different requirements, but you know, we talked about paying for the insurance a little bit, you know, whether you make the kid do it or or whatnot. But the other things that a lot of, you know, parents have to to think about um is what kind of insurance you want to get for, you know, your your kid's car now every state is a little bit different in missouri you can get you know just like a liability coverage only because you don't want to be paying for the collision and the comprehensive you know the full coverage on an older you know i I hesitate to use the word beater car but you know so that's not the right word i want you know you don't want to pay on an older teenager car full coverage you just want to have you know yourself protected from a like a liability standpoint yeah you don't need all the other stuff yeah right so you want to make sure that you you know and there's also sometimes you can designate like the driver when you put your teen driver on a lot of this depends on the on the comp on the insurance company too but sometimes you're able to um just say that the teenager is only going to drive like the cheapest car to to insure because teenage insurance is crazy as it is but if you're able to specify that okay they're only going to be on one particular you can you know vehicle you can save yourself some money money there but Mm -hmm. again it depends on the state and what their requirements are so you have to look into that yeah yeah i agree i agree that's true Yep, that is true. Yeah, and when you're talking about being outrageous for uh, teenage drivers or the insurance being outrageous for teenage drivers, man, you aren't kidding. Holy and it's worse for a boy, Mike. Oh, is it really? Oh, yes. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, he's next. Yep, and it's worse for a boy. Turn, and he's about to turn 14 or about to turn 15 in, uh, no, I can't. Yeah. Wait. No, he's about to turn 14 on uh, in April, so, blah. Yeah. We start this entire freaking process all over again, too, with the, you know, the driver's ed and logging all their time and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Then we'll have a few weeks off, or a few years off, and then we're going to start that again. 
in between braces. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Money, so money, money. any other piece, Michael, do you have any other pieces of advice before we uh, get to the housekeeping and our news? Yeah. Don't have kids. Just don't have kids. <laughs> oh, wait, we'd be out of a job. I thought you were going to say move to a major city that has public transportation. Or? Yeah, yeah but then you got to move in town. You know. <laughs> I know, I know. Buy a car now, put it in the garage, give it to them when they're 16, you know, years down the road if you got younger ones. And mm-hmm. therefore, you've kind of, you know, already paid it off. Or you could be like my dad and buy wrecked cars and then learn how to fix them and and, and have a shop and just buy salvaged cars, repair them for your children, and then let them drive it until, you know, until the wheels fall off. Like my dad. You know what? That's how we get the Beverly Hillbillies car. We can make yeah. this happen. We can do it. Uh, the All last right. takeaway I have before I get to our housekeeping and our news is, above all else, uh, parents out there, make sure your children understand that the car is a privilege and not a right. Mm-hmm. Much they like their be, cell phone. They may be making your life easier by driving themselves to their activities, but it is still a privilege. <laughs> Which makes it a privilege for us, so then we don't have to go to the store to buy milk. Yeah, well, okay, that's a whole separate discussion. That's going to be we'll talk snippet about that twenty-seven. Later, yeah. That's going to be snippet twenty-seven on down the road. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, wrap this up with some news and our housekeeping. Um, yeah. Finishing up on the housekeeping at Dad House Pod is on all the uh, major socials: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. So you can follow some of our shenanigans there and um, check out the uh, full longer episodes. Um, in the news category, a new we got a um, next week. A new episode should be coming out hopefully with um, uh, you know the first part of the week. We've got a guest. Uh, on there. I'm not going to tell you who the guest is. Let's just say he's affiliated with the Kansas City Chiefs. So Yay! that episode should be coming out um, hopefully Monday, Tuesday of next week. Right. And, there's what you call a tease. That's right. So the, the tease. And then our other main news of the day is the Dad House crew was featured in um, the Atlantic uh, online edition uh, magazine today. We are our origin story and some of our, um, uh, you know, kind of what makes us tick as a as a group. It did an interview with uh, Julie Beck, uh, who is the uh, writer for the Friendship Files. So go to the uh, online edition of the Atlantic, look for the Friendship Files, and search for the stay-at-home dads who don't stay home. That's right. Yeah. You know, and they ah, used a picture of our chariot in there. Which uh, is a pretty bitchin' picture. It's one of my favorite. I took that picture. You did take that picture. It's a very good <laughs> picture. It is. Uh, it was good times. Good times. And a it great is. article and a great picture of Jake flipping off everybody. I know. So, yeah. <laughs> Jake. Uh, accidentally, the way he was holding his beer, with middle finger extended accidentally. <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're always funny. All right, everybody. Thank you. For Have a great day. On call in. Check us out at Dad House Pod, everywhere podcasts are found. Stay warm this cold oh, weekend. Yeah. And Hit we us will... up on the email. Hit us up on the email. The dads at dadhousepod.com. Exactly. I always forget that one. 
All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we will catch you again. Bye. Bye. Bye.